Hello and welcome back to the daily study of the way of mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide. I am excited to be diving back in to lesson five, the keys to the kingdom. We're looking at the opening section and we're going to look at paragraphs 12, 13, and 14. I've got a little bit of a cold here, but I really just something inside of me said, just show up today, do the best that you can, but it's important that you keep recording and keep doing this. So here I am. All right, paragraph 12, Jeshua continues. In the way of the heart, the most primary and fundamental perception that seems to fuel ordinary human consciousness has been finally transcended. The perception of a separate, quote, maker and doer, end quote, has been dissolved. And once again, you will understand the depth and the profundity of the simple terms in this sentence. Of myself, I do nothing, but through me, the Father does all things. Really awesome. So let's take a look at this. Jeshua is saying, in the way of the heart, which is this teaching in these 12 lessons or so, the most primary and fundamental perception, and you could exchange the word perspective or idea for perception. So the most primary and fundamental perspective that seems to fuel ordinary human consciousness, and that's probably what we are in most of our days when we wake up and we look at our phone and we have our job and our kids and our life and the pets and the responsibilities and the retirement and the savings and the bills and the whole thing, right? In the way of the heart, this has been finally transcended. And this perspective is of a separate maker and doer. That's the perspective that we have, that we are the maker and doer of our life, that what we do and what we make is all on us. And that's why so many people Especially, it feels like this is ramping up and amping up in our culture. Like, you got to do it all. You got to make it happen. And so it's all on us. And that can feel so overwhelming. How am I supposed to, how am I supposed to do all of this? And the harder I work, sometimes the further away that I feel. Or I might gain a little bit of what I think is like momentum or achievement or accomplishment But inside, I know it's costing me way too much because it's all on me. And so Jeshua is saying the most this primary and fundamental perspective of our human ordinary human consciousness can be transcended in the way of the heart. This idea of a you are the maker and the doer of your whole life is dissolved. And once again, and that's a key word there again. That means that this is not new for us. Again, when we say healing is remembering, it's something you already know. So Jeshua says, once again, you will understand the depth and the profundity of this sentence. Of myself, I do nothing, but through me, the Father does all things. And so think of myself as the small self, the ego, this, this sense, this tiny mad idea the sense of separation from everything that is. I'm here, everything that is, and I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to get what I need because I lack so much. Validation, approval, worthiness, love, money. Survival. Of myself, 
I do nothing. This is transcending ordinary human consciousness where we think we are the maker and the doer. Of myself, I do nothing, but through me, the father does all things, the mother, the source, God, whatever word you want to call it, does all things through me. I am the instrument. And Jeshua continues in chapter and paragraph 13. To rest in such a perception means that you have come to realize that the self that you are is merely a conduit through which mystery lives itself, through which love pours forth. You will realize that there is nothing to be gained or lost in this world. You will know what it means to recognize that you literally have nowhere to go and nothing to achieve. You will become empty and spacious. Now again, our ego dreads this message. This is death to the ego because the ego is all about specialness. They talk about this in A Course in Miracles. The ego is all about feeling special and needing to feel special, needing to feel validated, needing to prove its worthiness, that it's worth worth existing. And so Jeshua is saying here to rest in the perspective that of myself I do nothing, but through me the Father does all things, to rest in that, not try and attain it, not obsess over it. Right To rest in that truth means that you have come to realize that the self that you are is merely a conduit. Imagine if we all woke up, what our world would look like if when we woke in the morning, we simply understood that we are a conduit for life to express through us. It, would, it makes me kind of think of Forrest Gump. I love the analogy of Forrest Gump because he wasn't, you know, he did all of these, he had all of these amazing experiences, but not because he was trying to do any of it. He was just present in wherever he was. And maybe you could say, oh, well, he wasn't very intelligent, but that, and, and, but that was like his gift in a way. He was so present. I wonder about that. I, I think about this, about people who have like memory loss or I don't know about Alzheimer's. I've not personally really had a close relationship with someone with Alzheimer's. Um, on one level, it seems like a terrible, terrible disease. And on another level, I just wonder what it must be like to be present or what I would think is present all the time. Um, without the memory, of course, that might be really if you're aware of that, it could be really um, jarring and frustrating to not remember anything. But I wonder if it could also be very liberating just to be so present in the moment. But that's what I think about Forrest Gump. He wasn't planning his life out. He wasn't trying to become a millionaire with Bubba Gump Shrimp. He wasn't trying to be a hero and famous in his you know, World of Vietnam medals that he was at the White House and on TV. He wasn't trying to get notoriety when he was running across the country and he grew his big beard and had a whole following. He wasn't trying to do any of these things. He was just where he was in each moment. So imagine if we woke up that we really lived our life as a conduit through which mystery lives itself. I think by definition, mystery, we can't understand it. But yet we try so hard to understand it. We try so hard to grasp it 
because I think, again, it makes us feel safe to understand things with our brain. But imagine if we woke up, you woke up today, and you said, I am a conduit in which the mystery of life wants to live itself through me. And Jeshua says, through which love pours forth. That's what the mystery is. The mystery is love, and it wants to pour forth through me. Am I willing to allow that and be that? And then my brain, of course, is going to want to like control that, dictate that. Well, how much love is pouring forth? And well, is this loving enough? And it's going to try and do all that stuff. And, that, and that's okay. We can just observe it and witness it. Bring ourselves back to this perspective of, of myself. I do nothing. But through me, the Father does all things. And Jeshua says, you'll realize as you rest in this perspective, this perception, that there's nothing to be gained or lost in this world. And how much of our daily life, myself included, of course, I'm here too. Do we? How much energy do we spend trying to gain and prevent loss? Economically, emotionally, self-esteem-wise. How much time do we spend trying to get what we think we're lacking? Again, money, sex, love, approval, status, uh, whatever it is, respect. And how much are we trying to prevent losing love from our loved ones, money, security, respect? A lot of us spend without really realizing most of our energy in that gain or preventing loss in this world. And imagine, Jeshua says, that you will know what it means, that you there's nothing to be gained or lost. You will know what it means to recognize you literally have nowhere to go and nothing to achieve. That's a different way of being. That's being in the world but not of the world because the world is so much about getting somewhere, seeking something, attaining enlightenment, attaining wealth, attaining status, attaining attaining the approval of our neighbors. Just look at social media. So much of it is so curated to what only what we want others to see and nothing to achieve, not curing cancer, not uh, curing starvation, not economic uh, equality, nothing to achieve. Imagine that. And that seems like crazy to a part of our brain. He says you will be empty and spacious. That's like the feather in Forrest Gump, just getting kind of blown by the wind and ending up wherever we end up. It's also, I think, the paper bag and um, American Beauty. You will become empty and spacious, being used by the Spirit. So if as we can reside in and rest in that perspective, wherever we find ourselves is perfect and holy, is the holy instant in that moment with this decision to be all in for this. This is the way of the heart to commit fully and wholly to this awakening and Jeshua continues in paragraph 14, and yet paradoxically, while the body lasts, you will appear to be as everyone else. You will arise in the morning and brush your teeth. 
when the body is hungry, you will feed it. You will laugh with your friends. You will yawn when the body is a bit tired. Yet through it all, there will be a quality of awareness called the witness that is simply watching it all, waiting to be moved by the wind of spirit. Though others may not see it, virtually everything you utter will carry the sound of truth. So this is another part that our ego dreads in this awakening process, is that somehow we're going to be outside of the world and we're going to lose the people that we love, lose like they won't understand us. They won't get us. And yet Jeshua is saying, again, you'll be in the world, but not of the world. Even with this level of consciousness of of myself, I do nothing. And the Father does all things through me. And I am a conduit through which love pours forth. I'm still, while, while I'm still in a body, I'm doing things that body does, that bodies do. So everyone else, I'm not trying to be separate or special. I'm just being a person. I brush my teeth. I wake up. When I'm hungry, I eat. I laugh at things. I'm still here. I'm still, you know, I'm still having this human experience, but I'm not so attached to it. There's a quality of awareness as I move through this experience, the witness that's simply watching it all, waiting to be moved by the wind of spirit. Again, wherever I am, it's okay. Wherever I am, it's enough. Whatever I have is okay. And I'm simply a conduit. Think about your life and all the places that you're pushing, that you're efforting, that you're trying to control. Now, again, to bring it back to lesson four and desire, the, 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 your heart's desire, what brings you alive inside, what you would love to experience and create, that is the spirit wanting to move through you too. And again, Jeshua says it's, stillness is not about non-activity. I think that was in our previous episode. Stillness is not about non-activity. It's that you're not attached to the activity. So you show up wherever you are and you love. And maybe your love is developing a skill. Maybe you love business. You love sales. Maybe that's like what you love to grow business. I love my business. It's fun. It's a game. It's creative. It's exciting. It's, it, I think it helps and serves people. So I'm very, I have a lot of activity. I'm doing a lot of things. When I'm attached to those things, I suffer. When I'm not attached to it, it's light. It's fun. It's, it's effortless. So look at your own life. And, and we're developing the way of the heart is helping us develop the witness. That's simply watching it all and waiting to be moved by the wind of spirit. And though others may not see it, virtually everything you utter will carry the sound of truth. How beautiful is that? It's simple. It's, it's, it, it's grounded in a truth that when we think about the world and how frenetic and how busy and how noisy um, and how fearful and how controlling and how um, driving the whole world is. We have to drive towards progress on a, on a mass scale. We have to solve all of these problems. And yet Jeshua is inviting us to have a different experience. 
And one would argue, well, if we're not trying to solve the problems, well, then they're not going to change. We got to figure this out. But has that worked so far for us as a, you know, as a global mass consciousness? Has that that hasn't worked? There's always more problems. Have we tried this way, the way of the heart? Because what what I believe is that as we rest more and more into this consciousness, and we follow each person follows their heart's desires. I think that each person has their own mission, so to speak, the father wanting to do things through them in certain ways. So your thing might be saving the whales. And right now we live in a world where so much of my thing saving the whales, you need to care about the whales too. You need to care about the environment as much as I do. And I'm trying to, and so many people are trying to convince other people to think and agree with them, thinking that once they can convince people, then those people will change their behavior. And so often that never works because there's so much judgment tinged in it, whether it's any of these hot, divisive topics. It could be the environment, climate change, abortion, gun rights, um, the economy, uh, foreign policy, whatever it is, right? We're trying to convince everybody that they should think the way that we think and agree with us and see why they're wrong. And that never works. That doesn't convince anybody. But I believe that when we follow our heart's desire from that place of centeredness and peace and that we are a conduit, we may still feel that we want we feel compelled in our heart to support and help the whales or the ocean or the cleanliness of the ocean and and see water as sacred. But we're not trying to make anyone else feel the same way. We're doing it from a, a love place. And then I think that someone else is going to have that same feeling from like, wow, I want to bring more food to those who don't have food, not from a place of fighting or againstness or judgment, from a place of heart's desire. And so as we rest in that, each one of us is called into our own little world to bring more of that love. And if we're all doing that, my belief is then all these things are healed. But not through the forcing and the pushing and the making, but each one of us just staying true into our heart and staying open and making it okay that we love what we love and we we feel passionate and enthusiastic about what we feel and others are going to feel passionate and enthusiastic in whatever it is for them and it's all going to work together. So anyways, this is a beautiful paragraph of myself. I do nothing. I am not the maker and doer of my life, but through me the Father does all things, and I am merely a conduit through which mystery, which is unknowable in a way, I can't intellectually get what mystery is, it lives itself through me, that love wants to live itself through me. And there's nothing to be gained or lost, there's nowhere to go and nothing to achieve, sit and, and meditate or just sit and contemplate and feel this for five minutes today. What would it feel like to be one who is residing in this consciousness? Pretend if you're like, well, that's how Jesus felt, Jeshua felt, then sit and pre- like pretend, oh, I wonder what it feels like for Jeshua when he sits and meditates and, and do that and pretend you're Jeshua and what you think he would feel like and watch what happens in your body. It's really awesome. And yet you appear like everyone else. You're in the world, but not of the world. You brush your teeth, you laugh, you eat, you go to the bathroom. You have all the human experience, but there's this witness just watching. Beautiful.
Thanks for listening. Love you guys. If you get value, like, subscribe, share, and uh, we'll see you next time.